Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Okay guys, so I have a really amazing person with me today, Maddie, my bestie boo. Um, Guys, we're really not sure what this conversation's gonna kind of lead into, so I was trying to figure out what we were gonna talk about, right? And so I was like, Maddie's like really nervous, (laughs) because she's like, doesn't talk in front of the mic like I do just totally understanding like not everyone does it um so we're gonna kind of like go into a couple conversations I have a couple questions in mind that I have for her that I know um will be impactful um and yeah I'm honestly two glasses of wine in so I'm like ready to take this on um I'm extremely excited for our conversation so hi Maddie Happy to be here. I'm so excited you're here. Um, Okay, so I would really love for you to kind of talk about, you know, your journey with Jesus. So in the sense of like, um, when you began, like, you know, did you grow up in the church? If you did, like, what do you feel were like the core beliefs that your parents like installed in you um, that you're like, yeah, this is this has been the one thing that has impacted my life for until now like do you have anything that you lean on if you don't that's totally fine but like is there anything that like you immediately go to when you're making a decision or let's say you're like having a rough day yes okay so I did like I did grow up in the church like my parents just raised me to just always like rely on God and ask him like if you have a decision to make like that's probably the biggest thing for me is if I have a big decision to make they're like just pray just sit, like, just have quiet time with him, just sit and ask him, like, turn on some worship music, and, like, he'll tell you, he'll lead you to the right decision. Yeah. And he'll, like, just, he'll let you know, and he'll be there for you, so that's been really helpful for me. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely always, um, also, guys, we're recording in a bathroom, and my brother's, like, really close to us, so if you can hear him yelling, then you already know, um, but I feel like, I feel like that's something that a lot of times, parents or like those around us are like you know pray about it listen to music go to church but do you feel like sometimes you're being like those things help and then sometimes it doesn't honestly it makes me mad sometimes when like for example when I was trying to find a job my mom was like just just pray about it he'll lead you it's like no like that's not the case like it really does make me mad a lot of the time because I'm like no like this is something small, it's not gonna matter, like, it's fine, but, like, I'm starting to see that he really will, like, lead you to the right decision and help you see what's best for you and, like, just what'll be best for the path you're on. Yeah, I love that. That actually makes me really happy because I feel like, you know, the point of this is, like, to be completely honest, and I think a lot of times Christians are so quick to be, like, um just pray about it like he'll be fine he'll tell you yeah you're like actually I haven't heard God in like two weeks which is really frustrating like I've had people tell me who are really frustrated in their journey and being like all I hear is like God has a plan for you God has a person for you and I just feel like that's just not the case well and if I'm being honest the last couple months I like I haven't been reading my bible Mm. I haven't been having my quiet time and like I can definitely see that like coming up like in my daily life 
Like, I'm just not, like, I physically felt run down from it. Yeah. Because I'm just not, like, giving God that time of day. And I'm just like, it's okay. Like, I believe in him. He's there. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm realizing, like, you really do need to spend time with him every day if you want your day to be blessed and you want your day to go good. And, like, me, like, I'm trying to find my person. I'm trying to, like, find my purpose in life. And I know that I need to really like dig deep and spend time with him and he'll make it clear to me when the time's right yeah I really like I think that's really important too because I think a lot of times um we don't realize like how impactful it is to actually be like it's literally like the Mike Todd thing like what I talked about about like last week's um episode is like being a wishy-washy like I believe in God and I know he's there but do I really need to read my Bible? Yeah, do, yeah, like, do I really need to go to church? Do yeah. I really need to do these things? When in reality, like, that's what pours into us. If it's like, how can you pour out of your heart or your soul if you're not constantly getting filled up? Yeah, and I'm, and I think a lot of times people will listen to this podcast and be like, Dory, what, like, Dory must read her Bible every day, and she must be like this Christian who's just like amazing. But in reality, it's like, no, I'm like just like y'all, like I'm a human. I struggle to read my Bible. Like right now, I'm literally in Numbers, and I am struggling. Numbers is hard. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. Like I'm I've been reading it, and I'm like. Ugh. Like, what? what? I know, but I think it's, like, so crazy because we get to um, kind of look at the parts of the Bible that aren't as always, like, aren't always quoted, and you get to be like, okay, well, this is actually, like, beautiful because I think so much of it is, like, okay, well, this is not something that is going to, like, affect me today or whatever, but you can, like, every time I read a chapter that I literally am just, like, what like they had to do all these things and like sometimes we overlook it because we're like it's just a bunch of names or like Mm -hmm. i don't hear that verse at all but really like those could be the ones that really speak to you and help you yeah no definitely and i think what i pray every time i read those type of things is like especially the ones that are full of like work so like (laughs) bring the sacrifice here and kill this one there i think it's so beautiful that like our relationship with god isn't based off of works anymore Mm -hmm. like it's completely based off of like us choosing him and saying like look this is you know I'm saved because I believe that you know he is Jesus and that he died on the cross for me and it's not the situation where it's like oh I have to kill a ram and like offer it up (laughs) and like burn it I think it's crazy to think those things like like I'm on one of the chapters where it was saying like if you were beside a dead person like you're unclean and I'm like like so everyone that goes to a funeral is unclean like I think some of those things that you look at them and you're like I like I've been so honest and been like with God and be like I don't know if I would have been a Christian back then because the amount of like work that you had to like it's still a lot of work now I'm not a lot of work that's not the right word like it's still like doing what you can to get closer to him not that works will save us but like reading our bible and doing these things like it's effort like you have to put in the work but like at the same time if you think about it back in the day they had to work so much harder than we do like jesus died on the cross and then it was like like go card like literally like monopoly like here take your two hundred dollars every time you (laughs) like pass every time you pass go it's two hundred dollars like go for it like it was so i feel like now it's so easy for us and back then it was like kill this per kill this animal do this thing burn this offering build this altar yes and i just think about it i'm like would I have been a Christian back in the day? Like, would I have seen this and been like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. 
So it makes you really like analyze your heart and your soul like, well, are you willing to put in the work for Jesus? If it were like it used to be back then, like, are you willing to, you know, sacrifice that thing or, you know, give up that certain thing for Jesus? Like, there's so much to think about in that, you know. Do you feel like there's anything in your life that you have had to give up for Jesus? Like, you know how people like go through life and you're like, you know, I know we were talking a little bit and I want to jump into your testimony in a couple minutes, but I want to definitely talk about, but do you feel like there's anything in your life that you quote unquote, because I don't feel like we ever really sacrifice anything but, or like give, like give up this really t- like good thing. Cause God doesn't ask us to give up good things, but do you feel like there's anything in your life that you've ever said? Like, Oh, I've really had to give this one thing up because I feel like it would get me further from Christ. Think so. Yeah. Okay, that's there fine. There was this one time I had a job that I really liked, and it was like, it was not good. There was a bad situation with someone there, and like my parents were like, "You're not supposed to be there," and I was like, "No, I feel like I'm supposed to be here, so it's fine." But like, I knew it wasn't God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "It's just me wanting to stay." So I don't know if like that goes along those lines, yeah. but it was something I really, really wanted, and now I think it's been. It's been a year now, and a year later, I'm like, I finally see it. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't good, and I needed to give it up. So, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's one of the biggest things is, like, um, I think a lot of times we don't see it in the moment mm-hmm. when we're, like, quote, like, put big quotes on sacrificing something for Jesus, and we're like, Jesus is asking us to give this one thing up, and we're like... Yeah, no, I really did. Yeah, you're like, God, um, I didn't sign up for this. And he's like, well, but you did. No, thanks. But you did. Yeah. Um, so speaking of things, because I know that a lot of people would say, like, I think their responses sometimes would have been like, I gave up alcohol and I gave mm-hmm. up cigarettes and like all this stuff. And so before we hopped on the podcast, um, we talked a little bit about, you know, I was like, so talk about your testimony. And you said... I said I feel like I don't really know what my testimony is just because like I hear all these big testimonies of people testimonies of people where they're like well I got saved from this I got saved from this and free from this and I'm just like I was raised really well like I didn't really face anything that was super hard or like life-changing for me I feel like so I'm still trying to figure out what my testimony is and like I already know I just like don't know mm-hmm. and I'm just like trying to figure out like my way through that and what it means sorry guys okay do you feel like you haven't like figured out your testimony because you're not giving yourself the room to because you feel like like you're like well everyone else's is just really like big revelation and like mine isn't mine just might be something really small yeah I struggle with comparing myself with people a lot and so definitely I'm just like well this happened to them so I just gotta wait and something as bad as it sounds like something bad will happen to me and then I'll come out of it like this is my testimony yeah but I'm definitely working on that like not comparing my story to others because everyone's book is different everyone's book is unique and yeah like as much as I want to know what it is and figure out what it is I know like at the right time I'll be like oh that's what it is. Like, I know it all along. Yeah. I really love that. I've never heard the, like, everyone's book is unique. I feel like that's really good. Um, just going to quote it, like, Maddie Chesney, <laughs> everybody's <my> book. <laughs> um, but I think, because um, the thing about testimonies is, like, obviously your testimony will, um, like, is continuing to grow for your rest of your life. Like, your mm-hmm. whole journey with Jesus is your testimony, but your 
big, like your, the beginning of your testimony is when you gave your life away. And I think a lot of times, um, like it doesn't have to be this situation where you're like, I really was like partying and doing drugs and like, or I was like having sex and like, I broke like, and then I just had this revelation that Jesus spoke over me. Like it could literally just be like, well, I was on a at a service on Sunday and Jesus really spoke to my heart and I said, you know what? I'm going to give you my life. Um, and I think, and honestly, like, I think there's a lot of beauty in having, testimonies that aren't are also aren't huge like all you ever hear is that like oh I broke out of an addiction I like broke out of partying I but I think that like it's so beautiful when you can say like you know that's actually not my journey like I like didn't break out of drugs but like I was so blessed to have parents that were so like held strong to their relationship with Christ and their foundation was so so deep in him that I didn't need to lose myself in drugs to realize he was exactly what I needed and honestly I feel like that is everyone's goal as a Christian parent is to have kids who like don't fall into like partying and drugs and alcohol like they're just like if I had a daughter who was just like "Mm." Well, my journey with Jesus was kind of just like on a Sunday service when pastor said, is Jesus saying anything to your heart and are you ready to give your life? And like, that was the day I raised my hand and I gave my life to Jesus. I think that there, I think that's when your mom can say like, I did a really good job, yeah. you know, because well, it's important. I think important. I realized too, like I'm trying to come and realize that he's there for me just as much as he is with the people who partied and the people who did drugs, but a lot of the times I'm like, well, I'm just like this good little Christian. So, I mean, he's there, but I mean, I'm fine. So yeah. it's all good. Cause like I was really sheltered when I was growing up and thankfully my parents protected me from a lot of things. And I don't always look at that as a good thing. I'm like, well, why didn't you just let me fail? Like, why didn't you let me make mistakes? Yeah. And like, I'm just slowly coming to see that they were doing what was best for me. And they're like, we know, like we just want to protect you. And it, and I know it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, I think a lot of times, um, like I look at like y'all's parents and I'm just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys didn't watch like certain shows or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what? You know, but then I think about it and I say like, well, maybe if I would have also grown up in that situation, maybe I wouldn't have gone down the path that I went to or, like, mm-hmm. done the things that I went through. And, like, I know sometimes you get, um, like, irritated because you're like, I haven't done that and I haven't had the experience. Or, like, yeah. you're like, I haven't had a boyfriend or, like, whatever. But, like, I have and they've all sucked. Yeah. No offense if any of y'all are listening, <laughs> which I doubt it. But, um they've all sucked and I've had experiences that I'm like listen like I wouldn't take this back but also if I could I would you know what I mean and so I feel like you know like you said everyone's book is different so I think that yours is really beautiful in the sense that you don't have to like your parents were so lucky enough to like shed you from the world for a little bit and I know a lot of people listen to this and be like well, then you're not when you get into the real world, blah blah yeah. blah. But at the I same time, experience the real world, okay? <laughs> you're like, I don't like it. For real. Like, take me back, mom. Seriously. Like, put me back in my bubble. Cover me back up. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that you just look at the world in a different lens, you know? Yeah. And you also like search for people who aren't as like crazy, 
you know, like you're like, well, I'm really more likely to, to gravitate towards someone who's like healthier mentally or who has like, (laughs) well, I meant like friends, 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 not guys, (laughs) um, that are just a little, like, you're like, oh, is your foundation in Christ? Like, no, sorry. Can't, you know what I mean? Not that I'm saying you can't be friends with non-Christians, but you're more likely to have like your one circle, your like foundation be this one thing. So you're like, this is all I know. This is all I want. I had my best friend's mom gave me, it was the 13 tips to the teens and I still have it to this day. And one of them on there said, it's better to have a few close friends than a bunch of okay friends. Mm -hmm. And I've just like, I've stuck with that for so long. And I'm like, yeah, like I might not have a million friends like hang out with them all the time, but the small friend group that I do have, like, for you example, I love y'all to death. Like, I love spending every day with y'all. Like, I couldn't imagine it another way because y'all just, like, pour into my life so much and impact me so much. And I just love y'all so much. Aww, you're going to make me cry. Maddie puts up with all of my, like shifts moods all day long like I'll be happy one moment and the next I'm like being grumpy and she's like and eh, I didn't do anything wrong and she's just being dory yeah. <laughs> um but I think I think that that's like definitely an applause that I have to like give to your mom and like you know tips that I definitely would love to take and I feel like um I've had so many friends which is so funny because I feel like I'm one of the few like friends in our circle not so much like the one we have right now, because I feel like uh, not all of them were yeah. sheltered. <laughs> but um, I do have, like, if I think about, like, my group group, like, I know so many friends, like, all over, you know, all my friends are, like, scattered, but a lot of them were sheltered as kids, and I never understood it. Like, I was I was kind of, like, frustrated with them. I'm like, you don't understand this yeah. joke. Like, wh- who are you? Like, you don't watch SpongeBob. <laughs> but I feel like you know, having, now I'm saying that there are an extreme, like there's parents who like do the most, definitely that I'm like, honey, boo boo, I swear that is not going to affect your, the way your child grows up. Like, you know, I'm still here, you know, (laughs) but I think that there's definitely like a limitation. And I feel like if I just would have had like that limitation while I was growing up or like Mm -hmm. that type of like censorship, there would have been a whole different ball game to the things that I've struggled with like in the past and stuff. And so um, I think there's a lot of like beauty in that. And I think not a lot of people understand that. And I think a lot of Christians come out of their like really like conservative and close like yeah. this bubble type of family who are angry yeah. at their parents. I think a lot of people like misinterpret it misinterpret it too yeah they're like well you were sheltered so you know nothing like I know I get that a lot like they'll be like oh you're homeschooled you don't know what this is like boy I know more than you think like calm down but that's just frustrating too because people just assume like you're dumb and you don't know what this is or what that is and you're like I do like yeah yeah I know what some of the real world is like (laughs) some of the real world some yeah (laughs) Well, I think that there's not really like a real world. I feel like there's like different versions yeah, of but them. People make it seem like there's this whole big bad world you're gonna go into. Like, no. I mean, people are pretty crappy. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, you'll be you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll definitely live without seeing SpongeBob. You know what I mean? Like, till this day, I, I don't. 
<laughs> like I don't ever like pull references from there and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, there's different things that I know people like didn't get to watch, like Hannah Montana and like stuff like that. Crazy, I, I saw that. I one. know. Trust me, I'm like, who are you? Um, but you know, there's like different meanings. Parents have different things, and I feel like such a blessing. Um, let's see. I feel like I have other questions to ask you. Oh, okay. So we're in a really like weird, I feel like weird time in time. That sounds mm -hmm. really weird. Um, but I feel like a lot of times I look to your parents and say like, wow, that's like such a blessing that Maddie has like both her parents. We're getting really deep right now. Um, and so I want to know your perspective on how that like feels like do you feel like you don't notice it do you feel like you notice it more nowadays that you have two really like healthy parents do you feel like I mean obviously having both your parents was like really important but do you feel now more than you felt back then that it was like important and you know I don't know like how has it impa impacted your life having both your parents honestly for a while I didn't really think about it I was like oh yeah mom dad like that's normal yeah but I definitely have like been seeing it more because like a lot of my friends do have single parents or like something happened to one of their parents and I'm like wow like I really am lucky that I got to have both of them and like my mom gets to teach me things and my dad gets to teach me things and like they're modeling what a godly healthy relationship is when you're married and yeah. like I I've definitely started to notice it more like I'm like wow I really took for granted like having two parents there and it's just really special thinking about it that I do get that example and for them to be there for me and how close we are yeah okay sorry guys I had to yell at my cousin telling him to please be quiet um but yes I loved your response I feel like a lot of I've I've known people who um feel like who've had parents in their life who said has said like you know my dad and my like my mom and my dad were together but my dad it never impacted me you know my mm -hmm. dad never showed up for me like my dad never did enough for me and so um and I've had conversations with people because like I don't have my dad like I do have my dad but he's always been far he's never been extremely connected to me and so I feel like um I love to hear a response because I like I know your dad and I yeah. like he's freaking amazing <laughs> and like you guys like FaceTime and he's so sweet and like your parents are just like they show up like guys literally Maddie got dropped off at my house today and then her mom knew that we needed to get like eggs and milk and then she was like um it's fine I'll just come get you guys because we do like they have a truck and I do not have a truck so like just like how amazing your parents are and so I think it's really, really amazing that you have that opportunity to have, mm -hmm. like, both parents. And I feel like, you know, it's so important for them to model that because yeah. you want to replicate it, you know? My dad has really impacted me, too, because, like, he took me on my first date when I think I was, like, six or seven years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I thought you meant, like, first date, yeah, like, with yeah. a boy. And yeah. I was, like, six years old. Like, yeah. dang, Maddie got games since back then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> since then he's just taking me out on dates all the time and he's been like this is how a guy should do it like he'll open the doors for me like obviously buy my food because he's my dad yeah but like that's been really special to you like something I'll always look forward to like he's my first valentine he'll always be my valentine and I just love that like he's showing me how I should be treated so I know so I have a standard and I'm not just like oh open my own door it's fine or like stuff like that you know yeah and he just like he calls me every day facetimes me and like I am really thankful for the relationship I have with him because 
he I consider him definitely one of my best friends because we're just so close and I love him a lot. No, so Dad, if you're listening, I love you. Oh, he will be. I'm gonna send this For to both sure. your parents and be like, "Hey, you need to listen." Yeah. Um, I think that that's like that literally makes me get really teary eyed because I like already like I love your dad so much, especially like when I come in your house, he's always like, "Dara," and I'm always like, "What's up?" Like he's so like I just love him so much, and I feel like you know he even like the little things that he's done, um, just to you and like for both of us has always like I think people don't really realize the little bits and pieces that they you know impact people in Mm -hmm. and so something that I'm learning is like taking like little moments and like putting them in my heart and not just being like oh this happened this was really cool whatever but like taking it and feeling that like dad void or that Mm -hmm. you know those voids in my heart that I'm just like oh like I didn't get that but like it's okay because God has placed like different individuals in my life to be able to give me that so like your dad just like being really kind and being like a father in some other ways like just playing around and like you know being really intentional has like been so thankful I've been so thankful and so with your mom also like you know her doing like coming and like showing up for me today for like the groceries and stuff like that like that's something that like I will take and like carry with me because it's like that is like a mother thing like you know showing up like doing all those things so it's just like your mom seems like oh I just took them groceries but like in reality it's like very impactful yeah like it really is a blessing we met as oh my dad that we met literally (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was a blessing like you get to like experience those things from them yeah those things from them yeah don't know what I'm looking for no you're good but yeah, but I mean, I think it's so funny cool. how we met. It's so funny. We gotta tell him. We gotta tell him. So basically, like, I got on a motorcycle. Literally, been riding motorcycles since I was two years old. And your girl burnt herself. Um, it's a bad burn. Yeah, it's bad. Y'all should see it. I still have the big old scar. Like, it's never gonna go away. But Maddie played ping pong with her dad, and she like Maddie. Now we're doing so much better than we yeah. were like a year ago. But Maddie did not want to socialize, and she was not like, "I'm not gonna go." We do ultimate every Monday with my church, and so literally we were like doing ultimate and Maddie was like I don't even know why I don't remember why I even went like myself because I, I couldn't even play but yeah. I, I think I was like taking Kaylee or something and um Maddie was playing ping pong with her dad and her dad was like if I like beat you you have to go and if I don't then you can stay and her dad played and he beat her he beat me shocker <laughs> literally and so then Maddie came with one of like her friends and came and like sat and she was like well I'm not gonna play like I'll just be here but yeah, I'm not gonna play I wasn't play. happy at all I was so mad <laughs> so mad um and so Matthew like which is her friend told her like come sit with like go sit with her or something and I think like I think you walked over to me or something yeah you were like hi because I'm not a confrontational person yeah you're like crazy I know I was like hi like I kept looking over at you and I was like should I say hi should I I not and then you're like hey like what's up and then we were both like let's hang out and I honestly didn't think that it would go anywhere because Mm -hmm. like that's what I had experienced since I had gotten to Texas was like having people never meet that like being like yeah we'll hang out and then never do it and like you and like Rebecca and like like y'all were like the first people to be like yeah I'm gonna like hang out with you and like be intentional with you so it was like now almost a year later literally it's crazy that we met a year later I feel like we've known each other for forever but it's been such a like small time um okay there was another thing I wanted to oh I want to talk about your brother's accident oh yes yes (laughs) not just your brother (laughs) you were like 
Um, I want to talk about it because I feel like it was a really God-given experience. I would really love for you to like take the wheel with this one and just feel like what you feel like sharing and what you feel like was like that feeling like with God and everything. And if it's okay if you get emotional because I know it was a really hard time. Um, But I just want you to talk about it because I feel like it's it's been something that has been so impactful in your life and like your like your parents and even his relationship with Christ as he's so young. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so my brother Luke, he is seven years old, and we were at a friend's house for my grandma's birthday party, and he was on an ATV with my brother, and the ATV flipped over, and he was pinned under it, and it was crushing his femur, and so my words are all jumbled up here. No, you're doing great. I'm keeping so, up. They are, they okay. will too. <laughs> so his leg was stuck under the ATV, and we all heard screaming. So we ran down there. And me and my friend, like, pulled him out of the ATV, and his leg was all sorts of messed up. Like, it was all puffed up like a balloon. It's disgusting. And so we were trying to move him, but they're like, don't move him. Like, it'll make it worse. And so we called the ambulance. The ambulance came, and they were like, his femur is badly broken. If we move him, it could cut the artery, and he could bleed out, and he could die. And so, like, that was obviously really hard here. You got it. Um... And so then they called a helicopter, and he got care flighted to the hospital. So he had a broken femur and then two broken bones in his foot. And it was definitely the most, like, traumatic thing I've ever been through. Because, like, seeing your little... <laughs> You're okay, you <laughs> Seeing your little brother, like, in that much pain. Like, he was so calm because he was in shock. Like, he wasn't crying. He wasn't screaming. But, like, he didn't know what was going on because he was in shock. And, like, seeing my other brothers watching him and just, like, crying because they're like, what's going to happen to him? It was really, really hard because, like, you never want to see someone you love go through pain like that. And he ended up being okay. He had surgery on his leg. But it was really just, like, an eye-opening thing. Just, like, never taking any moment for granted, basically. And, like, luckily he is still here with us, like... He's still his sassy little self, you know? Literally. He's, like, my favorite freaking Chesney, yet he literally know, he hates me. Hugger. I'll be like, oh, That's my great. gosh. I get so excited when I see him, and he's like, ew. Like, he, like, <laughs> side-eyes me. His mom, your mom makes him, like, he's like, like, you have to hug her. Right now. It's funny. He'll come up to you one day. One day. When he's, like, too old, and he's like, yeah. Dory, I've always loved you. Like, like low-key. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... For, yeah, for like a week, for like a week after that, I would just cry like every day because it was like just replaying the accident and like thinking of the worst thing that could have happened. And I think a lot of times we do that. We're like, well, this could have happened. Like it could have been so much worse when like we need to be like, no, this didn't happen. And we need to be thankful that it didn't. And like we just need to be really blessed that God was there in that moment because he had told my mom a couple of days later, he was like, I almost unbuckled the seatbelt when we were flipping. And if he would have unbuckled the seatbelt, he would have flown out, flown out, and it just, it wouldn't have been good at all. So he was like, I just heard this voice that said I shouldn't do it. And I was yeah. like, that's so crazy that like, and it was definitely God gone. was literally yeah. there with my little brother telling him like, it's going to be okay, just stay put. And like, it was just crazy because it was definitely a God moment. 
because it could have been so bad, and, like, that's what I keep telling myself, and I'm like, no, like, he's okay, like, God protected him, and now he's about to start playing soccer, like, he broke his femur in October, and he's about to be on a soccer team, like, it's crazy, but it's, they heal so quickly. it's just so, like, yeah, I feel like it was, like, when I heard your, because your mom told me that, she was like, I think it was you or your mom, I don't remember, I feel like I was in communication with both of you guys a lot, but, um, like, when you guys were like, you know, he said that he was going to let go of his seatbelt, like, I think, you know, obviously that means that God has, like, such a greater purpose for him, but oh, I yeah. think a lot of times we look at those things and we're like, oh, it was just a miracle, but, like, yeah, it was, but, like, God yeah. was so present, and it's more than, like, oh, it was a miracle, he saved his life, but, like, it was, like, it shows how God knows exactly yeah. what we're going to go through. And, like, he's and like, always there, like, in the right times. Yeah, and he's, like, preparing us. Like, yeah. he told him, like, do not take off your, like, seatbelt. And, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully your brother was obedient, you know? And, like, yeah. he listened to that voice and said, oh, like, I'm not supposed to do this. But I think a lot of times we do that. We, like, listen to God and we're like, ah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Don't really I don't know care. If that's really what you're saying. Yeah, or even like I don't care. You know, yeah. like God, this is what's gonna make me happy, and you don't, you can't see like mm-hmm. past it. And so, you know, the fact that it shows like He can, and there was so many more other instances that like God is present. Like even your mom being able to like go with Him because of like the COVID situation, and like yeah. having her being able to fly with Him, and like you know having you your parents being able to switch off, like it just was such a miracle like so many things and like you know having people like help you guys like with the dinner and like with all those things like there was so much like his hand was all over it I know like it's crazy thinking about it like how much we were loved on just by everyone around us like yeah we got you like don't worry it's just really amazing yeah still it's like definitely a story he'll tell that'll be part of his testimony like I almost died, but God had bigger plans for me. Yeah. It's so crazy. Watch him, like, end up playing for, like, the U.S. team or something, and he's literally, like, talking about God on his platform. Like That would be so crazy. I know. I can see it. Yeah, I I can can too. He has, like, the personality to be this famous person who, like, and he has the, like, the capacity athletic-wise, too, to Mm -hmm. do it, so I feel like... He's the most talented little kid I've ever met. Like, and he's eight years old. And he's so cute, y'all. Like, that's, like, so weird to say because he's so young, but he's, like, my brother, so I can say that. But, like, he is going to break hearts. He's adorable. And he, like, loves so hard. I think that that's one of the really, like, one of the most beautiful things about him is that, like, even he's, though he's sassy and, like, he's, like, no. Like, I will snap my fingers at you. He is, like got the biggest heart for yeah sure. and he oh my gosh she loves your mom and like I think that's one of the biggest things that like girls look at nowadays too mm-hmm. is like does he love his mom and I feel like his yeah. like he adores your mom like that's his like world you know he makes it known that she's his favorite too <laughs> and so funny. your dad's like huh, okay like, well I think it's funny because my mom said that last night she was like boys are like their moms and then mm-hmm. girls are their dads so like yeah. you have like such a good relationship with your dad and you're like the only girl and then yeah. all the boys like normally gravitate to your Fight mom yeah and so yeah. which is funny because Maddie has so many brothers I do <laughs> so your mom has all the men tagging tugging at her heart trying to get her attention <laughs> like I think yeah. that's so funny um but yeah I feel like that situation with Luke was like so crazy like my heart like when you called me I was like <gasps> I 
because Luke is my favorite. The first people I called, I was I was messed. Like, don't worry, you don't know what happened. It's just like it's okay. I was looking at that party too. Yeah, she had left right before it happened. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like I was like, I have to go like do homework or something. I think, and I was like, I have a test due tonight. And then I was like mid thing, like trying to do my homework. You're like, hey, it was so like, and I think that that was a moment that I saw like a a lot of your like your relationship with God come out like the strongest because you were like you were really scared and like you were really like shaking you're like I don't know what's gonna happen like Mm -hmm. is he gonna be okay and I think that that was like the most real feeling that people have too because I feel like a lot of times people um think that fear and that like doubt is really unhealthy in their relationship with God but in reality it's like it's actually really healthy because when because out of doubt always comes faith yeah you know and so I think it's, like, beautiful to well, see that. and the Bible says you're supposed to fear, like, fear God. And that doesn't necessar- necessarily mean, like, be scared of Him, but, like... <laughs> you're good. <laughs> what are the words? You I'm got it. What, what does that verse say? There's a verse about fearing God. I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Like, you mean, like, fear Him and, like, be obedient to Him. Yes. But not exactly. his but the not, fear like, be scared of him or yeah. what he's gonna do with your life he's yes, not gonna come and you. like beat yeah. you over the head but it was like yeah, yeah like be like he you know yeah he's still god he still has the power mm-hmm. to like you know snap his fingers and make something happen mm-hmm. but i think he made a snowstorm happen <laughs> <laughs> i hope god was not in that was not involved in that jesus Seriously. because it didn't benefit anybody <laughs> um nah bruh it's not it's not god it's it's this the ending of the world or whatever they say i don't even the know the end times the end times i don't even know i don't even know i don't have enough info don't come from my throat i don't know um but i think that that's like um like being fearful of the situation even if like what god's decision could be like you know mm-hmm. is it like time for him to go home you know what i mean like go yeah. to heaven like not just home home but like so it, it is a situation where like out of fear and doubt and frustration and anger comes a lot of faith if you learn how to walk through it and process it yeah. and you know in the moment like you could have had anger like your parents could have had anger like anyone could have had anger but like i think that that's the beauty of god is like he'll take that anger and like and he'll still love you through it and be like i understand you're angry like that that's a real emotion you know mm-hmm. and he has so much grace through it and so i think that that's like such a beautiful thing that we get about our father is that he is so graceful and merciful and kind through all of it like not just yeah definitely you know the happiness and like when we're really good yeah you know he's there for you through it all he is well I feel like that was really good I agree we went deep that was so good (laughs) do you feel like you need to add anything else or you just you're like that's good no I think it's good okay well Maddie thank you so much for coming on the podcast I've always wanted you you know you've been one of the first people that I've always wanted to kind of bring on and Mm -hmm. have a conversation with y'all this took a lot this way out of my comfort zone I love her a lot to do this (laughs) no I know I like Maddie was having so much anxiety like before it she was just like no no she was going through it like I was literally like hey Maddie are you gonna be okay like but we made it we made it and honestly gave me anxiety I was like okay Maddie's not gonna do this which is fine I would just have to figure (laughs) out like what I was gonna do okay so on my Instagram I asked um to have like prayer requests sent to me so what we're gonna do is i'm gonna read out one of the prayer requests and then i'm gonna pray over it and then we'll end the episode so one of them oh 
This one's really good. Perfect timing. So it says, prayer for my relationship with God and others. I feel like, you know, we ended it with a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's pray. Hey, Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us this time to um, come together and have this conversation. Thank you for giving us... um, the platform to do it. Thank you for giving us um, the tools to do it. And Lord, I want to pray for um, our relationship with you, um, the person who, I'm going to keep all these anonymous, but the person who submitted their prayer request, um, their relationship with you, Lord. And I also pray for all the listeners and those who aren't listening, just, you know, all of us Christians, as we're pursuing a relationship with you and we're fighting um, to continue to push our um, relationship, continue to prosper our relationship, continuing to, um, you know, just have fruit come out of it because, you know, this world can be really loud and it can be really, really hard sometimes to prioritize our relationship with you. Um, but as we learn that you are the most important person, um, being like in our lives, we come to realize that, um, it's not about, you know, I'm going to have to spend time with Jesus, but it's like, when am I going to spend time with Jesus today? So, um, Lord, I just pray for our relationships with you, um, as we continue to move forward and that you give us all the tools, the wisdom and the clarity to continue to move forward in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so freaking much. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of tell it all.